Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. In 2003, Jennifer started Paxum Inc., an A-plus accredited senior move management organization that helps in all aspects of the move. During this time, she helped senior programs throughout Illinois, such as the Golden Diners Program, Krauss Senior Center, and the Cary Park District, as well as Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, and was a softball coach. In 2006, after seeing families go through huge amounts of stress trying to help their loved ones, she began helping seniors and their families find senior housing and care. Jennifer's mission is to help any senior in need. The families were completely overwhelmed. They were looking at inappropriate communities that were either unaffordable, didn't meet their loved one's needs, or help them thrive. It was heartbreaking and made her realize that she could make a difference. Jennifer prides herself in helping others. Her background in volunteerism to help older adults has prepared her to assist those in need. Her passion has always been to facilitate services between people and to help them succeed. Jennifer is a member of many senior groups focusing on improving the environment for seniors. Leading Age of Illinois, President of Continuity of Care McHenry Lake Chapter, Past Board President of Collaborative Healthcare Urgency Group, Board Member of the Barrington Area Chamber of Commerce and other civic organizations. Jennifer and her two organizations volunteer for various groups and support hundreds of local charities. Jennifer's number one job is being a mom. She started ElderWorks thinking that her children would be proud and hopefully one day participate in helping others. She has been married for over 30 years and believes that family should always come first. Her mission statement is to provide each family with senior housing and care choices that are a match for the senior and family needs. To provide community and professional education show compassion and provide needed support to assist in the decision-making process. Listen in as I chat with Jennifer Prell, a boss move and a heart for service. So I am calling this episode a boss with a purpose, a boss on the move, a purposeful boss lady. I got this email from a colleague of hers saying, listen, you have to meet Jennifer Prowl. Uh, so I'm very thankful to have you here on the podcast. <clears throat> Seemingly, we are in the same spaces advocating for our aging loved ones. And uh, Ms. Prowl is the founder of ElderWorks and uh, works in the space of advocating for our aging adults and specifically around their housing. But when I yes. read your bio, you were, you know, you've had a heart for service, you know, for a long time. This isn't, this isn't just a thing now that aging is a thing, right? For our country. So. No, um, no, I'm, I've always liked my fingers. Yeah. Thank you. So tell me about yourself. 
<clears throat> what brought you to the space, your why? I ask all of my care podcasts their why. My why is a long why, but I have always volunteered for older adults and seniors. I remember my grandmother, my favorite grandmother, she died early. And uh, whenever she was in a room, she lit the room up and she always had love. And I remember the moments I was with her feeling that warmth. And I always wanted that, always. So I hung around more older adults and seniors than I did kids as I uh, got older and volunteered. And I met someone who was helping seniors, but they were working for a for-profit organization. And the organization, I did not agree with their ideals. And I thought to myself, well, I don't think that um, they deserve to work with seniors. I think senior, all seniors deserve respect and dignity. And so I'm going to start an organization to do that and compete with this company because we don't care about money. I mean, we do. We have to pay our mortgages and stuff, but our primary goal is humans, helping humans. And I just seriously love the stories. I love the, I love they're happy. I love they're sad. I love their anger. I love their quirky. It's just, you either love that whole, the whole person or you can't be in this industry, right? Absolutely. Um, you can't teach it's people fun. how to care. That's what I say. Yes. No, you can't. You can't. You can teach them how to do math, but you can't teach them to love. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And there's nothing yes. like an older person to just tell you how it is. You know, there's something about living and loving and having an open heart to say, hey, this is it. This is me. You know? Yep. Love it. So tell yep. me specifically what that looks like when an elder client <clears throat> comes to you, what brings them to you. How do you help advocate for them, et cetera? Well, ElderWorks helps uh, any kind of older adult or senior. Um, mostly it's the adult children calling us because the seniors themselves don't plan well. <laughs> Shocker. Um, who plans well for, you know, we plan for retirement and then nothing. So the kids are like, well, mom never talked about her finances. Mom never talked about what she wanted. And now mom has cognitive impairment. Mom has Alzheimer's or mom can't feed herself or whatever it is. There's, there's thousands of reasons of the why. Um, so they call pretty much hysterical. They help us, help us, help us. And within 15 minutes, you can hear them center. You can hear them breathe and relax because we're finding solutions to the care needs that they have. So it, it, it includes everything. So when someone, anyone reaches out, we find out why they're considering moving or it not. If they want to stay home, okay, let's figure that out. I don't care. If you want to stay home as long as you're safe and you're thriving at home, more power to you, right? But if you're not safe and you're not thriving and you're depressed and you're not eating, you have to consider the move. It's just the house. Where you live is where the love is. It's not the, the bricks and mortar. It really is not. So we find out who the people are we're helping, the husband, the wife, the aunt, the uncle, grandma, grandpa, whomever, and find out who they are as whole people. What are their personalities? What amenities do they want? Did they used to swim? Do they want to swim again? Do they want an urban setting, suburban setting? Do they want a large place, a small place? Do they like birds? Do they like nature? What do you like? What do you want to do when you grow up, right? And then we take all that information, including their budget. Yeah, it's great. Um, and the budget is really important. We don't care how much money people have, but we need to know, honestly, what they can afford because most of our seniors are living to 100 plus. And so we have to make sure that wherever we, whatever new home we find for them is affordable for as long as possible, right? Now, if someone has cognitive impairment, we're going to try to give them the first two, three years, the best quality of life. Because after that, 
um, they're going to need total care and they're going to end up where they end up at that point. But for those first one, two, three, four, five years, they know what's going on. They need to be supported. They need reminiscence. They need people just like them to thrive with as they can thrive, right? You don't want people to feel bad. You know, the adult children make a lot of mistakes. They're like, well, I want my mom to live in assisted living. I know she she doesn't have her full memory, but she should live with assisted living folks because I don't want her to feel bad. Well, no, she's going to get ostracized in assisted living. The people in assisted living don't have cognitive impairment and they're impatient. They don't want to live with a person with cognitive impairment. So we want to make sure that the families understand this. There's so many things, so many things. Let me tell you, Dr. Bell is insane. So tell me, (laughs) so uh, you help with the estate planning and all of this behind it. So say you have Mary that lives in this current situation that's not thriving. Essentially, when you say budget, that that then Mary is then going, you're going to find a place that she can afford to her end of life or that her family can afford for her essentially, but you're the ombudsman between the housing facilities and the person essentially. Correct. And and if they don't have a power of attorney in place or they don't have a trust or a will or any of the important legal documents as you age, we refer elder law attorneys, uh, two or three that we think are most suited for the person we're helping. Right. Because, again, they're not all created equal. Some just need a general estate plan. Some need Medicaid planning. That's not even the same thing. Right. 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 All elder law attorneys do that. And then we find out if they do have veterans benefits available to them, because um, sometimes it helps people accept help if they know they're going to get some money, especially our male veterans admit they need help. That's really hard. Admitting you need help is the hardest thing to do in the world because you're admitting you're not fully independent. And yet it's the strongest trait, right? Yet it's the strongest to say, hey, uh, you know, white flag here, need help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, and it's it's brave. You have to be brave to do that. Yes, yes. And it's, it is not easy. We've all been there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. and on, on behalf of not only the client, but their caregiver too, you know, as a caregiver to say, you know, I don't have the ability or the resources or the direction, put me on the right path so that I can help my other, my mother, my father, whomever. So that's, that's a brave task too. So does, is this anyone? It's very brave. Yes. Where are you located? <clears throat> Elderworks is in Palatine, Illinois. We cover all of Illinois, Southern Wisconsin, and Indiana regularly. But if people contact us from anywhere in the world, we don't say no, we will help them because they're humans. And again, dignity, respect. Wow. <laughs> so so, you par- so yeah. what does that look like if someone's calling you from Philadelphia? Are you partnering with another organization to help them? Or you just give them the steps or what? Or you're taking them all? We will provide them with the information, referrals, and guidance they need to move forward. If it includes senior housing and it's a private pay situation, we do have national partners we work with regularly that we know the quality of. But again, we can't tour them. So in Illinois, we tour everything. We know everything going on. We know who's good, who's bad, who's lying, right? Wow. In Philadelphia, not so much. So in Philadelphia, what we're going to do is say, okay, so these are some of the communities you're going to want to look at that meet your profile and your needs. But you're going to have to use our checklist to make sure you stay on task. Don't just look at the chandeliers and it's so pretty. Look at the care, look at how the longevity of staff, look at the activities, 
Make sure you're not sitting watching TV and playing bingo once a day. That is not um, continuing learning. You will not thrive in an environment like that, right? Right. So it's it's a it's a whole list. We have a book a booklet that we've written to keep people on task. That's available on ElderWorks website. Uh, we write a lot of articles and guides just trying to help people figure things out. Um, it is not easy navigating senior living. Um, it's like everybody goes to the internet, right? Because yes. Google's your friend. Well, think of about a thousand books thrown in the middle of the room and you're trying to figure out which book is best for you. Good luck. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so not easy. really, really important work. It's really important work. What about clients that have put their parents in reverse mortgage situations. Uh, is there any guidance around that to put that home in a trust or, you know, just guidance in terms of those elders that want to stay in the home and are able to do so, but it's technically not theirs any longer? I have only really given rever uh, reverse mortgage information to maybe two people in the last five years. Um, there's solutions to everything. So if you are house rich and cash poor and you're mostly independent, a reverse mortgage might be good for you as long as you don't have any gambling issues or you you know how to structure a budget. You have to know these things, that you can take care of your house, that you pay your taxes, that you keep your lawn mode. Because if you don't maintain your house, the bank can take your house. So if you are forgetful and you can't maintain your house, and you do want to reverse, I would suggest to do something else. Because again, it's your responsibility as the homeowner to the bank to pay your taxes, pay your bills and keep your house maintained. So, you know, it's really a, a per person decision. Reverses are much better than they used to be. They were used to be scary. People were getting ripped off left and right. It's much more regulated now. Um, and you are using the value of your house for your own care. So yes, it's your money. It's your house. Absolutely. A reverse could work. Um, and that money does not need to be paid back until you sell the house or you pass away. So and, and that, when that older person passes away, that debt goes, the caregiver can then <clears throat> satisfy that mortgage or what does that look like? Correct. So if someone passes away, whoever the executor is must sell the house. It is a must. Uh, once the house is sold, the reverse mortgage is paid back first. They're the, the primary on that uh, mortgage. And then whatever's left, if anything's left, goes to the heirs or the other creditors, depending on what's going on. Now, if someone is in a house and they have a lot of credit card debt and they can't really afford to live there, they're living day to day, I would suggest moving to an independent lifestyle in a senior community, sell the house and then try to restrict yourself on credit cards. Now, if you have to move to assisted living because you lived in the house a long time and you skipped independent living, which most people do, um, if you go to assisted living or greater, you can sell the house, pay off your debts, but if you can't afford to pay your credit card, the credit card company will uh, forgive the credit card amount because you no longer have income and they will close that account. But that's in few cases, you have to be income restricted person to do that. And we so, don't say low income at, at ElderWorks. Right. <laughs> we use income restricted. Yes. Yeah. Let's go shopping. Check out impactfulcaregiving.store. There you will find everything from assisted devices to comfort care items and even tech to support your aging loved one and relieve a little caregiver stress along the way. Yes. Yeah. So tell me, 
talk, speak to the the caregiver now. Speak to the 50 plus person who has the opportunity to make some key choices in life, you know, projected, right? So looking at themselves as their mom or dad and making key decisions. You know, we see a lot of trends now around 55 plus this, that, but what, what are some key decisions you and I could make for ourselves around housing and future living as we age? Well, you know, when you, when you turn 18, they tell you to start saving retirement $5 a month, right? Well, yes, you need to save money. The point is to have money after retirement. If we're used to a certain lifestyle and you want that lifestyle after retirement, you kind of got to save money, right? That is important. Uh, Between 60 and 70, closer to 60 than 70, I would suggest long-term care insurance. Um, Just in case something does happen and you need care, you won't lose your legacy. I got mine at 40 because I was a road warrior. And I always was worried about getting hit by some really bad driver and then losing the house. You know, you have these fears. More affordable too then, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. My my long-term care policy is fabulous. You can get all, all sorts of long-term care policies, including the hybrid, which I call a hybrid, which is your life insurance that can also be used for long-term care. So if you live a long time and you're outliving your life insurance policy because you don't need it, you can use it for your long-term care, which is fabulous. That is. Um, another thing you want to, it is, it's, it's amazing. Um, another thing you want to do is talk to your children. You know, the older population never talk to the kids about the money or the fight or the, the house or the problems or anything. They didn't want the kids to know. Well, that is not a good place to be because the kids can't help you if they don't know. Now, if you, if you don't trust your kids, that's one thing. But if you love your kids and you trust them, you need to tell them where the money is. You need to tell, give them your advanced directives. This is what I want to happen should something happen to me. I want my lifestyle to be this. I want to be able to continue to do this. I may not remember I'm doing this, but I always enjoyed it and I want to continue. Talk to your children. Yes. Um, I started the conversation with my dad at 60. He's 83 now. We talk every single year. Um, He is getting ready for the assisted living uh, area of senior housing. Um, But he's waiting a long time. He wants to stay home. You know, I want to go up boots first. No, you don't. (laughs) Oh, you don't. Um, a lot of people say, I'm going to leave everything to make my kids handle it. Well, if you don't structure your estate and you don't have a trust and you don't have a will and you don't have a living will, you've just created an entire mess for your children. Now, if you don't like your kids, perfect. feel free, mess with them. <laughs> it's also messing with you. If your kids don't like you, they're going to put you uh, away, as some people say. Um, most kids help their families thrive, help their parents thrive and live well. Um, I really hate it when kids make a promises like, you know, they feel guilty. I promise, mom, I will never make you move out of your house. You can't say that. You cannot say that. If your mom is not safe at home and she can't live at home, why would you say that? You don't know what's going to happen in the future. Don't make promises you can't keep right? Mm-hmm. Mom, I promise I will I will do my very best to have you live at home as long as possible. However, if you are not living well and thriving and safe and enjoying, you're not going to be living there. I cannot make the promise you'll live there forever. Mm-hmm. And I think Don't that, do it. that's so profound because it speaks to kind of the narrative that is on both sides. It's, you know, the guilt that we subject ourselves to to honor our parents, right? But then at the same time, not imposing a stigma or an, 
and guilt on the caregivers that have to utilize facilities or uh, right. other outside support to house and and support the day-to-day -day caregiving activities of their loved ones. So it, that's a very important point to kind of watch the never say never, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and caregivers important. are amazing, amazing humans. I am not a good caregiver. I'm going to admit it now. I already told my parents. <laughs> But a loving caregiver, just because you are having your parents not live in the same house or helping them in their own home anymore, does not mean you don't love them and you're not caring for them. You're still caring for them, but you're caring for them as a loved one versus as someone who's giving their whole selves, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving the best pieces to them. And that is an important aspect of caregiving. Yeah. So what's what's been your greatest fulfillment in advocating for housing for seniors? Oh, gosh, I have so many. I have had so much fun. I'm not going to lie. We've helped thousands of people. Um, I, I, I've had horror stories that turned out well. I've got really great stories um, here. I'll give you a horror story. How about that? We'll start with the horror story. I had a woman call because her mom had a caregiver at home. And she was the advocate for her mom and watches everything because that's what good daughters do. And she noticed her 92-year-old mom was spending $100 a week at Costco. And she's 92. What is she buying at Costco? She's not. Her caregiver was shopping at Costco, spending $100 a week and shipping it to her family. <gasps> oh, um, which, is, which is, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. So she called me, because what do I do? I said, well, first off, you're going to hang up the phone with me, call 911. You're going to have the woman arrested. And then we'll figure it out from there. So she did. She had the woman arrested. Um, long story short, she saved her mother because the caregiver also had her change the will to her and was planning on some nefarious thing. I will not mention. But the daughter basically saved her mom's assets. It was only like $500 to $1,000 at the That's time. Good. Which, right. <laughs> right, right. So she's like, she decided, you know what? Mom's not safe at home. Let's move mom into a independent assisted living building. And she did. And her mom thrived. Her mom was never, never around. She'd call her mom and, and she was never in her apartment. And she's like, oh my God. She went to the village. She's talking to the people there. She's like, where's my mom? Oh my gosh, I can't get a hold of her. And they're like, well, she's in activities all day. We're sorry you can't get a hold of your mom, but she's having a lot of fun. That is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Stuff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to, you know, we're all these walking legacies of our parents and to, you know, that whole full circle is real. So to actually mm -hmm. say, wow, like I am helping them have a quality of life at this stage and chapter is that's, uh, that's amazing work. It is. It's really fun. I love the stories when mom was having a great time living in her community, but when the kids come, she's like, I hate it here. It's terrible. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so funny because you go there and they are smiling and enjoying and, and laughing and playing and then the kids come in right yeah I'm, I'm terrible here the food is not what it's cracked up to be yeah nobody cares nobody loves me yeah 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 i love yeah. it and it is it is the guilt thing it's parents always try to guilt their kids don't we since like they're born you need you know you need to remember i'm here i love you right we know you're there mom <laughs> So are you an only siblings? No, I have an older sister and a younger brother, but I'm the um, executor and POA for everything because I'm okay. more structured than my, my other, you know, family yeah. members. 
Yeah, when I sit with families specifically, I'm an only, but when I sit with families of, you know, that have siblings and having that those early defining roles and who's going to do what and who can handle the sight of blood and who can't and who's the accountant and, you know, let's kind of get that all. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's part of the planning, isn't it? You can't, Absolutely. You can't assign POA to the emotional child, right? For health, no. that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. the family dynamics. Uh, the one thing I will say is if there's three or more children, you have to tell those children who the person, the point person is among the children. Everybody has a voice, but only one person should be the point person because otherwise it causes chaos. And they all think they're helping, but they're not. They're they're actually making things worse. So be respectful to your parents and your siblings and listen. Listening is a skill we're all really bad at. Yeah, absolutely. Actively listening, you know, actively listening. Yes. yes. Actively yes. listening. Yes. Eye contact. It's important. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us, okay, a couple of things. <clears throat> Illinois and your surrounding areas that you service, is, is it just Tell me about the aging population. Is there a significant amount of older people? Yes. Yes. So ElderWorks last year helped over 18,000 phone calls, I should say. We had 18,000 calls. We're close. We're on our way to 25,000 this year with, with 12 of us. It's crazy. I will tell you that most people uh, stay home too long. They don't make a decision to move readily. They're worried and anxious about a change. But if they start looking early, go to events, go to lunches, go to where your friends live. Don't be afraid of it, you know, accept what it is. It's a place where like-minded people live. That's all. What? Mm -hmm. Just because there's an age in it, it does not matter. And I, I hear it all the time. I don't want to live with the old people. I'm like, well, honey, you are the old people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> If you're over 65, the government says that you are disabled. Uh, which I don't agree with, but mm -hmm. it's just a place where, where you are going to have the same like-minded people. It's not about your age. It's it's so that you're not annoyed by the, you know, 17-year-olds driving up and down the street racing or um, the noise or the dogs or the whatever, fireworks or the craziness. It's a calm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a calm place where you can have fun or not. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. your choice who you hang with. It's your choice who you who you want to do activities with. Now, keep in mind, it can be like high school too. So you need to make sure you move into the senior community that is best suited for you, right? Because you don't want the high school antics affecting you negatively, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us how, so your elderworks.com? Elderworks.org. .org, okay, elderworks.org. Yes. And that's how a client can reach you primarily in the Illinois area, but you will direct and guide a person otherwise. Anywhere, right. And it's E-L-D-E-R-W-E-R-K-S.org. All E's, no O in there. Love People it. People always, always go to the wrong place and we're not out there. You got to go use that E. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. I am sure that uh, our listening audience can benefit from your work and your service. I honor you for honoring our older adults and specifically home is where the heart is, is, is the take home message here. And so Absolutely. I you, uh, sitting with us today on the care pod, anything else you'd like to offer? No, just that um, caregivers are amazing. And to be a caregiver is a, a special person. So thank you if you are a caregiver out there. Yes, yes, thank you so much.
Great information right from the source. For more information on how to care give like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.